Walk It, Bike It, Ayrshire podcast is a creation of the Active Travel Hub Kilmarnock and Active Travel Hub Air. For those who don't know us, both hubs operate out of the train stations in their respective town centres and work to promote active travel to the general public, to workplaces and community groups. We want to make it easier for everyone to access walking and cycling and to see them as better alternatives to taking the car. Whilst we're all currently working from home, we're still here to help and you can call, email or contact us through social media and we hope you'll love our new podcast, Walk It, Bike It, Ayrshire. Hi everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Walk It, Bike It, Ayrshire podcast. I'm Amy, I'm from the Active Travel Hub in Air, and I'm joined today by Gillian Craig from Gillian's Walks, who I'm sure you will all have heard of, but um, Gillian's going to tell us a little bit today all about Gillian's Walks and everything else that she does and has on the go. Um, before we start, I'm just going to warn you all that there are crazy building noises going on in the background today. My neighbour is having their entire house rebuilt, I think. It's been going on for ages. <laughs> it's very noisy. So if there are crazy noises in the background, that's what it is. Um, but before before we get interrupted by the builders, um, I'll tell you a bit about Gillian. So Gillian actually was a hub officer with us in the Kilmarnock hub for many years. Um, she has recently moved on, though she's branched out and is now self-employed businesswoman. Love it. She's a busy mama too. She also likes cycling as well as walking. Um, but obviously walking is her true love. And she's <laughs> um, runs runs Gillian's Walks, but she's also very involved with the Ayrshire Coastal Path. And hopefully she's going to tell us a bit about that today. She is um, a bit of a chocoholic. I think that's probably fair to say. I, someone who loves chocolate very much so okay we'll just uh we'll crack on Gillian I thought it'd be nice to start with um a wee bit about how Gillian's walks kind of came about when when you started it and where it all came from cool yeah and I like that and that we intro that you wrote for me there yeah. loves walking mama too loves chocolate pretty much nailed me that's just me <laughs> <laughs> really well so Gillian's Walks, uh, it started 2016 in January, um, so what's that, 17, 18, six years ago, over, and like nearly seven, um, and at the time then it was really just something I did in my spare time, it was just a hobby, uh, I love getting out a walk, I love exploring uh, new paths uh, out in the countryside, I love how it makes me feel, uh, you know, that sort of clarity you get when you're out a walk and you solve all the life's problems <laughs> um and it was the start so it was the start of a new year and call it a resolution if you want for me it was more I'd set myself a challenge I just decided one day that I could maybe walk 100 different walks that year and that's what I was going to focus on so I thought 52 weeks a year that's like two walks a week I could do that um, and at the time, it was it could have been any walks, but it kind of developed that I had to be at different walks. Um, and those 100 walks sort of laid out, uh, sort of formed the, the basis, if you like, for what became the Gillian's Walks website. And at the beginning, with this challenge I'd set myself, I was really just posting about it on, on my own Facebook. And friends and family were like, what's this challenge you're doing? And I was like, oh, just decided to set myself it, you know, as you do. Um, but I was getting really conscious that everything I was posting about on my own Facebook was just all about walking. 
and I thought that's going to bore a lot of people that don't care about walking. So that's when I set up a Facebook page just for my walks, so Jillian's walks. Um, and at the beginning, it was just the interested group of friends and family that started to follow that. And people were saying, you know, oh, your, your photos are really nice. And where is that? Where have you been? And kind of waiting to see where I was going next. And alongside that, more people started to follow outside of my friends and family group. And I also decided to start a WordPress blog at that point. It was really just for me to take a few notes about the different walks I was doing. And I probably quite naively thought that maybe one of the boys might like to read it when they were older <laughs> and see all the places I took them to. But now six years on, I actually doubt very highly that they'll ever do that. Um, but this WordPress blog started to, you know, people were outside of my friends and family group were starting to starting to read it so the focus kind of moved from it being for me and just writing about what happened during the walk to being a lot more tailored to other people that might want to go and do the walk that I've done um so now if you look at that website which is jillianswalks.com there's 210 routes and it's growing all the time but they're really detailed so you've got route descriptions um, you've got photos you've still got my review of what it was like when I did it um, you've got a link to a map that you can download onto your phone and literally follow in my footsteps if, if you're more of a mapping type person than reading you know directions word for word um so i kind of it's it's tailored a lot more to to be a resource now than it was in the early days mm -hmm. and now now that facebook page has got ten and a half thousand followers Is it? so wow. yeah so it's that's six years just sort of steady growth that's pretty amazing mm -hmm. the one thing that kind of probably thing i like best about the website is that you can search um on distance, like what kind of distance walk you want to do. Because I'm yep. always looking for routes that I can do with the dog or maybe run with the dog or something like that. And you know, I know roughly what kind of distance I'm looking for. And I like that I can filter out for the distances and stuff. Oh, the ones like too long or too short. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was so I wanted to so as it sort of started to grow and even with those first hundred, it became just like a big list of walks and there was no way for people to sort of search if you like for mm. a, with some within parameters so I started to categorize them um one of the first categories actually was buggy friendly because yeah. my little boy Thomas was only two at the time uh, so he was in a buggy if I wanted to go any distance and so I started to you know categorize some of them buggy friendly although that comes with a disclaimer because I was quite adventurous with my buggy <laughs> so I always tell people do read the description because it might not be buggy friendly in your eyes <laughs> um, but yeah there's a dog friendly category that you can search by uh, distance as you say so there's like up to three miles three to six miles mm. six to nine and nine plus and you can search by location so if you want to just see what's in South Ayrshire then you can that um and what's the other category uh walks the kids will love so mm. i know from having two two little boys that you can't 
necessarily just take them on any old walk it has to have a play park somewhere or yeah. uh, maybe a toilet <laughs> ice cream <laughs> somewhere along the line <laughs> something a bit fun so I've got a category um, and it's obviously subjective because it's in my opinion child friendly or buggy friendly or dog friendly so um, but hopefully it's helpful and it helps people narrow down mm. the search yeah I think you know 10,000 followers on Facebook will show that it's pretty popular. Did you have to, um, you must have had to learn all that website stuff or do you, did you have that kind of background or? No, I've never done anything like that before. So it has been a big learning curve mm -hmm. and WordPress um, is quite good in that it, it's kind of all pre-formatted. So you're really just filling in, um, filling in the content into into a set structure so in that sense it's it was quite easy I'm quite tech savvy so you know I can pick things up like that quite easily and what I found now though that I'm kind of more into it is that that um what was helpful in having that structure that's predefined is actually quite restrictive now because there's things that I might like to do with my website that I can't do because of of how it's set up um so that's in the sort of what's coming next okay section the, of the podcast the pipeline, later okay. on. um but yeah um it's not something that I knew and I had to learn it all yeah so from the inception of Jillian's walks you ended up with us at the hubs how did yeah. how did that come about so at the Amongst all this 100 Watt Challenge and all um, the Facebook starting and the blog, I was um, kind of going through a stage in my life where I was wanting to change career. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to get out of an office and get into the outdoors. Um, and I was looking at various things like countryside management and, and various other options. I was doing a lot of volunteering. Um, the good thing about these sort of industries is that you can try it out before you commit to a college course. So I was doing conservation volunteering um, and one of the opportunities that came up was to train as a health walk leader. Um, Holly at the time at the Comarmac Active Travel Hub came across my either my Facebook or my website, I'm not sure, and got in touch and asked whether I'd ever thought about leading walks and that they would put me through training etc etc so um I was up for that and I ended up starting a walk a weekly walk every Monday as a volunteer and that ran for seven months before a position came up for staff at the Active Travel Hub in Comarmac um, and I was um, offered that position so I was working there for four years in the end or was it Oh, yeah. Gosh, mm -hmm. time flies, doesn't it? My goodness. Okay, and then so you have now abandoned us. <laughs> <laughs> no, quite right. Um, so you've moved on. When was that? April time? Yeah, end of April. I finished up. Yeah, but you've not just gone off to any old other workplace. You've gone off to do your own thing and and yeah, run Jillian's walks as a business, haven't you? I have so that was um, I suppose it was a bit of timing 
uh, in that uh, turned 40 that year <laughs> and you start to evaluate where your life's going mm. um, and also how much longer you might have in this earth you know by the oh, time you get to 40. Um, mine's looming that's what I'm feeling like <laughs> <laughs> how much oh, longer is it going to go on <laughs> definitely a midlife crisis so my website by that point is, uh, was averaging about 40,000 hits every month in lockdown it was in some months getting a hundred thousand hits every month um so and I knew with that sort of traffic if I dedicated time to it I could monetize that um and some opportunities kind of were coming to me to start that process but I just didn't have time with work and family and everything to to do anything about it um and I kind of felt that if I didn't try now like when if not now when kind of thing and you you just would go through your life wondering if it yeah. could have worked out or not yeah. if you don't give it a try so um yeah so that was end of April start of May um so we're only June July August we're only four months in um and and it's going it's going really well it's really nice to have the time that's um focused and uh, what's the word prioritizing it I suppose mm. because before what came first was family and work and then if there was any time left Jillian's walks would maybe get a wee look in yeah but now it's you know up there with the amount of um the amount of energy that you give to your work is how much I can now commit to Jillian's mm -hmm. walks and that's the first time that that's really been possible so yeah it's great good for you said it before but dead proud of you for doing that I think it's an amazing leap to be able to take I'm glad it's panning out well I miss you though it's not really Aww, the I miss same. you too but we still but, go we still go out and walk and we still get yeah. in the bikes get you out in that mountain bike soon <laughs> <laughs> okay so we'll talk a bit more about what Jillian's Walks has got coming up uh, later on but if you don't mind would you tell us a wee bit about your role with the Ayrshire Coastal Path because you've pretty heavily involved with that as well yes, aren't you? I am uh, so I sit on the management team uh, with the Ayrshire Coastal Path and I'm also a path warden um, so that all of that is voluntary and there's no paid staff on the Ayrshire Coastal Path everyone is a volunteer which a lot of people don't know or appreciate actually um, so path warden role involves me uh, looking after a section um, my section is quite an easy little section between sort of Irvine Beach Park and along behind the sand dunes oh yeah and it's just checking signage making sure um, signage hasn't gone missing or got damaged quite often in that area people stick stickers over your signs or <laughs> you know drawing them and um, they do go missing so reporting back to the the work the people that do the work the physical work on the path um all that sort of stuff and my management team role is quite varied I look after their social media accounts Facebook and Instagram um I've I don't know how I managed to get get into this but <laughs> I've been given sort of responsibility for applying for grants for the coastal path Oof. which 
I think someone maybe thought I was good at it at one time, but it's not easy. Not sure I'm that great at it, but <laughs> it's a hard, <laughs> it's uh, time consuming, let's mm-hmm. see. Um, but what does work well is uh, for the past two years have had a GoFundMe running in the background because the Ayrshire Coastal Path doesn't actually take that much money every year to keep the maintenance going. And if everybody that walked on it donated the price of a cup of coffee every year, mm-hmm. we would have that would cover what we really? need. I wouldn't need to apply for any grants. Um, things like the expensive things are things like replacing signage. So like one of the kind of metal signs that you might see costs like 60 quid to replace. Okay. Um, a kissing gate, maybe be a couple of hundred pounds, you know. So um, it's, it's things like that, that that cost the money. Um, but in terms of keeping the, the grass trimmed and all that sort of stuff, once you've got the tools to do that, it's free labour because everyone's yeah. a volunteer. So... So yeah, so GoFundMe um, as another of my um, responsibilities. I manage all the path wardens in the north half. So the Ayrshire Coastal Path starts in South Ayrshire and finishes at the top of North Ayrshire. Mm-hmm. So from Barassi to Skelmerley, um, I used to have to check all the signage. Sorry, not I had to. I volunteered <laughs> that that would be my section and I thought that would be fine but it's far lot. too much for That's one person <laughs> so over the last few years I've split it up into smaller sections and um roped in shall we say some friends and acquaintances and who I've met a lot, a lot through the years um to take a section each so there's now six or seven of us look after uh, that that whole stretch so I manage those volunteers and um, anybody that walks the Ayrshire Coastal Path can now order a completion certificate once they've done the 100 miles. And it was me who designed oh, that. And if you order one, it's me who has them in my house. It's me that writes your <laughs> name on it. It's me that goes and posts it. Um, and I also send out a quarterly e-newsletter as well. So there's lots of things. It's quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I really enjoy it and um, I suppose as someone that's so much into walking and likes to, to promote Ayrshire in particular as a destination for walking, the Ayrshire Coastal Path, we're, it's a huge asset to our area. Mm. We've got, you know, it's one of Scotland's great trails and we've got it in here in Ayrshire. Um, it's a long distance route that's along the coast. And for me to be involved in the upkeep and the management of it and learning, you know, how how these how these groups of people actually maintain paths like that and what the management of it involves, um, is really something I never thought I would ever have the chance to do. So it's very rewarding. I really, it's pretty, I really enjoy it's, it. It's an important role. It's, yeah, it's like you say, it's such a big asset to have something like that on our doorstep, and the people like yourself. The fact that everything's all voluntary, it's it's pretty amazing, really. Good yeah. for you. Okay, I'll make sure I put the. I'll get the link for your GoFundMe, and I'll make sure I put that in the wee uh, show notes you. in case anyone wants to donate. That would be great. The price yeah, of that one. Would be, yeah, that would be great. Thank cool. you, Amy. 
Um, so I should also mention, so we've recently just finished the first ever Ayrshire Woken Festival at the Hubs. Um, just yes. finished up on the 11th of September, ran from the 3rd to the 11th, uh, with over 48, I think it was 48 walks on the programme, so over 40 walks on the programme, and um, all varied all across North, South and East Ayrshire, and um, we worked with Kilmarnock and Irvine Active Travel Hubs again, as we do with our Cycle Festival. But I just wanted to bring that up because it was actually Gillian's idea, it was her baby originally. And uh, mm -hmm. so the Ayrshire Walking Festival now exists thanks to Gillian as well. So um, it, it wouldn't be, kind of wouldn't be right if anyone else had done it and it hadn't been you, I think. Kind of <laughs> to be. I kind of came up with the idea, set the ball rolling and then mm. left you to it. <laughs> <laughs> You got the usual, I've had an idea and everyone went, yay, that sounds great. And then, then you all think, oh, oh we've got to actually do it now. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to actually do it. But it's, it's been really well and the feedback's been great and the feedback from good. all the walk, uh, the walking groups and the walk leaders involved has been good, which we will, uh, we're still pulling all that together. So we will share all that properly with oh. everyone when we have it. Um, but yeah, hopefully it's just the first of, first of many. I hope no. so, yeah. yeah so. It was, I feel it was something that was lacking in Ayrshire. There are walking festivals in Ayrshire. Mm. Um, there are, you know, there's the Irvine Valley Walking Festival, which is Valley Walk Fest now. Yep. There's Comores Walking Festival. Um, you know, there are, they do exist, but there wasn't one all-encompassing Ayrshire-wide walking festival. Uh, and Ayrshire's just got so much to offer, so mm. much variety. Um so it seemed like something that the hubs could um, pull together. Yeah, and that's well, that's really what our role has been. It's it's all all the walks have been run by walking groups and doing existing walks that they regularly run. It's really, just an opportunity to um, sort of showcase what's out there, wasn't it? Rather than mm -hmm. us putting on loads of walks that don't normally happen. So it was just a showcase of things that are already out there, which. Hopefully that's been a good way to highlight exactly what Ayrshire's got to offer in the way of walks. Definitely, um, yeah. So, so it was, yeah. yeah, the idea was for the loads of different organisations across Ayrshire to, to host a walk rather than the Active Travel Hubs hosting them all mm. or arranging them all. Um, and that would allow these projects and organisations to maybe reach a different audience than they'd been able to before and talk about what they're doing um, and what, you know, if they have walks regularly and maybe inviting um, a different demographic along. Mm -hmm. And obviously the more groups that are involved, the more widespread the advertising for the festival can be as yeah. well. Um, so I'm glad that you're getting yeah. good feedback about it. Yeah, that so far so good. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly be sharing more about that and we'll hope to. Hopefully, I'm not going to speak too soon, but certainly thinking we might like to do it again. So yeah. watch this space. Um, what else? Let's think. So you do a bit of writing as well, don't you? So I've seen a couple of articles that you've done for like websites and some magazines and stuff like that, haven't you? Do you not do something for like the COIG? The COIG? Um, for the COIG, so they are now Ayrshire and Ayr and Destination Alliance. Oh, is that um, the same people? Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I didn't know that. Here we go. Happy days school day. Mm -hmm. um, they, I provided content to them for their website 
um, about walking in across the Clyde regions. Um, at first, their website was very focused on driving tours. Okay. Um, but they've kind of expanded to and and include things to see and do while you're driving around. Um, and one of them is obviously walking, and that's where I came in. Um, and I wrote a blog for them. I think it was can't remember how many, 10 of the best walks across the Coig or something like that, um, which is still available online. Um, I wrote a piece recently for a mapping website and app called Visorando, who I've been doing a bit of work with. Uh, it was more of a, a review of the app. Okay. Um, so if you are on jillianswalks.com, you find a route you're interested in, you'll see a big purple button that says download this map to your mobile. Um, if you click on that, then it would open up the Viso Randall app or the app store if you don't already have it. And you'd be able to see a map of the route already plotted out. And you've got the option just to click a button to start following it. And it creates a trace of your route and um, in a different colour to the pre-plotted one. So you can see okay. at any point where you are and whether you've went off track. Mm. Um, so I wrote, I wrote a review about, I've been using that for the past about four or five months instead of our app that I used previously, which was sadly bought over. I really liked, I used to use ViewRanger okay. um, and it got bought over. Outdoor Active and I've really not been so keen on their app at all yeah. um, so I've moved to Visorando now which which is great. Doing everything you um, want to do. It is. Good. So that's the two things I can think of okay. off the top of my head. I remember I just remembered you telling me once about I think maybe it was it was the blog for the COIG that you had been right. writing you've been working on. Yeah. Okay so there you are she's available for writing and blogs yep. and things as well. I am indeed. <laughs> So it's a bit walking. <laughs> <laughs> or chocolate. Hey. Or chocolate. I could write Okay, so probably a good way to talk about um talking about the app and um what what else you've maybe got coming up then? What's Jillian's walks up to now? So yeah, so that leads nicely on. Um what I've got happening right now are so a lot of work on the website. Uh, like I was kind of hinted at earlier, um, at first, so until May this year, the website was very blog-like. So you opened it up, jillianswatch.com, and you got all the walks were just there. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it looked nice. It was a kind of grid and, and the photos were very much the feature. But there wasn't anywhere for me to expand that to have a section for guided walks or a section for you know, more bloggy style, like a viewing a Visorando blog, for example. There was nowhere for me to separate that out. Okay. So I've been working and continue to work on um, the structure of the website and changing that quite a lot to what people are maybe used to, um, to have different pages now rather than just one thing. Um, one should actually in the walk themselves. That's the same layout as people will be familiar with, but to get there is maybe a wee bit different. So I've been doing a lot of work on that um, and I'll continue to do so. Um, 
I want to keep adding new routes as well. Um, 210 is just not enough. I'm going to keep going. Um, and that quite a lot of the existing routes, especially the very first ones of those first hundred, um, uh, as I look at them now, I'd like to go back and get better photos and things. Because remember, at that time, I was just taking a quick snap for me. Yeah. But now you're thinking. I, need, I need it to be better yeah. than that. Uh -huh. So there's things like that, that. There's maybe only one photo, but it, I can go and take better quality and, and more of them now. Um, I've started to work with a, a chap called Colin McLean, who owns McLean's Gin in Straven. He got in touch at um, uh, start of the year and we've been leading foraging walks together. So we've done about four or five now and there's two more to come before the season is finished. Oh, wow. uh, so that's um, sort of fungi and berries this time of year, mostly. Mm. Um, there's one on the 2nd of October and one on the 8th of October that are nearly full. There's only a couple of places left on each date. Um, so if people want to come along to them, then maybe I can give you the links and you can yeah. put them in the Yeah, 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 show. definitely, yep. Um, and the other thing that I would like to do is, so thinking about this, the mapping and following the maps that I was talking about on an app on a phone. Um, one thing I hear a lot from people is how they're scared to try new routes because they think they'll get lost, you know, say I have no sense of direction or I would I'll definitely get lost or I just stick to what I know kind of thing. And finding these mapping apps is what gave me all the confidence to go out on my own even and not be scared I'm going to get lost because yeah. I realised I could see exactly where I was on a map anytime. If there's a road I'm not familiar with, I can look on the map and I can see where it goes. I can decide if I've got time to go that way or not. Um, and rather than me leading people, and taking them on walks, um, which there's already a lot of happening in nature, whether mm -hmm. it's through health walks or whether it's through the ramblers or, or other groups. Um, what I really want to do is sort of enable people to go out and do it for themselves. Um, and I trialled during the Comoz Walking Festival the other month, a sort of digital, an introduction to digital navigation mm. walk. So it's a really small group of like five or six people. And I'm actually showing you how to use the, an app on your phone to find your own location um, and make decisions about what way to turn. Um, and I do that through plotting the route out in advance and having people you know, go through this, this, the process of pressing the big purple button off my website, reaching the route, and then knowing what to do from there. It's yeah. really interactive and it went really well and I'd like to do more of it. Um, so I've started a sort of waiting list of names of people who would be interested in, in paying to come and learn that. Mm -hmm. um, so if you go to jillianswalks.com and guided walks, then you can fill in, it's just your name and email address. And the wait list. Sends, sends me a wee notification. Great. And once I know there's an interest, I'll sort of set up some dates and, mm -hmm. and get get it moving. 
Great. Um, I'm going so to add my name to that. I'm definitely quite fancy doing that myself. You're not ready on the list. Oh, am I? Oh, thing or something about it? So that's the kind of thing, kind of route I'm going down um, at the moment. I'd like to do a little bit more work with accommodation providers for, I've, I've led of quite big groups. They always like to go to the coast. It's usually tourists. Um, whether it's, it one time it was a corporate group, another time it was a big a family group that was staying somewhere in Ayrshire and they wanted a guided walk on the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy doing that. Um, and I think that's not necessarily something that there's a lot of people already doing. I know through working on the coastal path, there's no one offers guided walks along the entire Ayrshire coastal path. Um, so potentially maybe in the future, it's something I would like to to be known mm, yeah. to offer. Yeah. It's a good idea. There's definitely lots, gaps there. Mm-hmm. Lots coming up. And quite soon, it's going to be calendar season again. Um, <laughs> so I've, I've published a calendar for the past six years. Um, and round about, uh, straight after Halloween, I noticed I've got some people that regularly buy it every year. And just after Halloween, they'll start getting in touch. Are you doing them this year? Um, so I'm trying to be a bit ahead this year since I've got more time now to, mm-hmm. to do it. Um, so it'll be calendar uh, calendar season quite soon and people can order a Jillian Rocks calendar if they wish for 2023, which seems oh a bit mad. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. Great, okay. Okay, well thank you so much for coming to see me. It's been oh, nice to be back nice. on Nice Zoom to hear your voice. You. No, it's really like times. People don't know I can actually see you right now. Yeah. It's just like being, being back working at the hub. It is. <laughs> okay, and um, so I'll put all those links up. I'll put your Eventbrite stuff, your foraging walks and your waiting list and the GoFundMe and all the rest of it on the show notes. So if any of you want to access anything that we've talked about, it'll all be in there. Thank you so much yeah. for coming along. Good Thanks luck with it me. all. Thanks and I'll you. see you, uh, no doubt, at one of your digital navigation walks very soon. That would be fab. <laughs> thanks, Amy. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. The Air and Kilmarnock Active Travel Hubs are South and East Ayrshire Council-led projects delivered in partnership with Sustrans and supported by the Smarter Choices, Smarter Places programme from Paths for All.